I love hearing the kids read scripture. And I love today as we celebrate the risen Christ to hear this passage out of Mark 16 that brings alive this great ending to the redemption story for you and me. Kids, great job. You did a great job. Parents, thanks for getting your kids involved, sending it in. Heidi, wonderful job of editing it. Editing it. it takes a lot to put that together. And we were blessed as a result of you being a part of that. Also in fun to hear redemption stories with powerful testimonies, how Jesus changes lives. And the purpose for him in your life and in mine is to change our lives because he redeemed us from his death on a cross and resurrection. Redemption. What's your redemption story today? Thinking of some definitions, the first one you see is it's the action of regaining or gaining possession of something in exchange for payments or clearing of debt. And I wrote things like guilt and anger and sin and defeat, to name a few. One way to understand this is in the area of re receiving something in exchange for something given on your behalf for that item. It's sort of like a coupon. Now, the store gave something so I can save money off that item. And as I do that, they give me some kind of a benefit. You see the coupon on the, the screen. I found one just to kind of give you an idea of a coupon. It was for shocks and struts. They, they spelled my name wrong. I was a little disappointed. I could have gotten some royalties off that. But there's this coupon where something is given. So when you take it to someone else and you redeem that coupon, it's to your benefit. It's a price that's been paid. I have a love-hate relationship with coupons. I'm the guy, and every checker, if they know me, if I come in specifically, I'm that guy that will either will walk in and my wife will be bummed because I'll have all these coupons in my pocket. Knowing the items I'm supposed to buy, I'll buy them, I'll come home, and Cheryl will say, hey, how much money did we save? And I go, nothing, it's right here in my pocket. Or I'm also that guy that will pop in and I will very securely, very safely rather, do my shopping based on the coupons I have. And then when I show up to, to see the checker, they're all expired. And I realize, man, there's another area that I think about this morning when I think about coupons and exchanging things. And it's kind of, stay with me, but it's kind of like a timeshare presentation. In a timeshare presentation, you are, the, the, the groundwork is laid for you and I. We go in, we listen to this timeshare, it's a proposal. They want something from us, but they've done something ahead of time, which, in, in, which is they're going to give us a coupon, something to benefit us as a result of what I would call my price was paid as I sat there and listened to the timeshare. I don't particularly care for timeshare presentations, but I will tell you this. I went to those because I wanted the coupon. I wanted the benefit. I wanted what they gave as a result of sitting through and having a breakfast or a lunch and listening and putting up with the, the pressure sales. I have to say, I wanted that. So when they handed me the coupon, the, main, the thing I wanted to do was at that point, I knew I was going to take that and I was going to redeem it because that would give me the benefit of listening. But what I noticed is that it takes action on my part. I could have sat through those presentations. I could get coupons in the mail. They say that the, the um, coupons and gift cards are, uh, that today is a $1 billion industry in the sense of that's what's not claimed every year, a billion dollars. People just see them, they forget to use them, they have benefits from them. And some of them you know would never pertain to you, but in the, in the, a lot, in the big scale, uh, a lot of people just don't use what's there for them to benefit from. More definitions. The next one is the act of saving or being saved from sin or error or evil. God's plan for the redemption of his world. And then the one I, I found out of the Greek, it's called apolytrosis. And it means this. It's the Greek word for redemption, the rescuing of captives, sinners, from captivity, sin, through the payment of a ransom for them. That's Christ's death. 
And then another aspect I liked in this definition was deliverance from sin results in freedom. I feel like today a lot of us don't have that, take advantage of that. We don't realize that, that it's available for us, that as we understand the redemption that came as a result of God sending his son for us, we have let it not be utilized the way it should. We're working through the last 24. And today we, we come to the end of, in fact, it's the 24 plus in the area of Christ in the last 24 hours had so many activities, which ended with him being crucified because of the, the crowd that was so angry and so fired up to get him taken care of. They were led by some of the religious leaders who just saw him as, a, as somebody that was blaspheming against everything that they taught. And so we see Christ crucified, and we, uh, we had a chance on Good Friday to work through that. If you joined us on our, uh, our little chat room that day, you had the opportunity to, to listen to some, kind of some thoughts about that day in the life of Christ. Through the journey, Christ stayed focused. And he was focused on his purpose, and that was to testify to the truth. Our redemption comes from God, sending his son to the world, walking among us, facing some of the same things we faced, Hebrews 4.13 or 4.15, living and sharing the love and the truth of God, his father, and taking our sins upon himself and dying on the cross. But as the kids reminded us in the story, it didn't stop there. Redemption didn't stop there. Today, I want to look at several areas, redemption, revelation, and response. You have the definition for a polytrosis. And what we look at this morning first is redemption. It's a free gift. Very familiar verse, for the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. That free gift is eternal life. Great promise for us these days and every day. Our redemption story brings a free coupon, carrying that illustration I used earlier, for us to redeem. We don't use them enough. We don't use that redemption card enough. And God's redemption is one that's available for us to be used. There's another part of that. There's forgiveness. And I like the way the message put it in Colossians 1, 13 and 14, and it says this, God rescued us from dead-end alleys and dark dungeons. He set us up in the kingdom of the Son He loves so much. The Son who got us out of the pit we were in. Rid of the sins we were doomed to keep repeating. I can get out of that pit. I can get rid of sin. And the thing I like is that promise of, and not keep repeating those sins that seem to, to weigh us down. Let me just stop for a moment today and, and share something with you. It is a blast living outside of sin. I don't have to stress about all the ways making, for me making the same mistakes. I don't worry about that because Jesus helps me through this whole process of realizing that I'm forgiven. I'm not perfect. You can ask my family. They'll tell you, I'm just forgiven. Great promise for us to remember today as we look at our redemption story. There's another thing that I look at today, and it's the revelation. First we see is that he's risen. He's risen, and, and as we have that chance today, we look at the, the I wanna review real quickly, verse six, which we heard on the video. Don't be alarmed, he said. You were looking for Jesus the Nazarene who was crucified, but he is risen, he is not here. See the place where they put him. Here's where your guilt can be taken care of. Christ's death and resurrection came to give us the ability to be forgiven 
And as we sense that redemption, we are celebrating the risen Lord. Mark 16, 7 reminds us that Jesus had shared with his disciples and that they had seemed at times to forget that part of even their redemption story. And so when he shared with them, he revealed to them in verse 7, same passage, it says, go tell his disciples and Peter. He's going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. It will be just as he told you. How many times do you think God had to remind them through, their, through his son Jesus? How many times do we need to be reminded that the redemption story happens as a result of Christ's predictions, Christ's life, Christ's death, and Christ's resurrection? He revealed to you and me that the truth he testified to brings forgiveness and freedom. Response is the next area. And the first thing that we want to do is after redemption and after revelation, our response is so important. And the first thing we start with is this idea of confess. 1 John, 5, 1 John 1, 5 through 9 in the New Revised Standard says it this way, and I put it in several verses, so follow with me. This is the message we have heard from him and proclaim to you that God is light. And in him there is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him while we are walking in darkness, we lie and do not do what is true. But if we walk in the light as he himself is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he who is faithful and just will forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I like the way the New Revised Standard puts it. Our response, yours and mine, is in order to walk in the light, simple confession allows us to benefit and to be redeemed. People who conceal their sins will not prosper. But if they confess and turn from them, they will receive mercy. That's the next area that we find in Proverbs 28, 13. We begin to see that, that God gives us this ability to receive mercy. That's what he's telling us today as we confess. Would you have the ability to confess today and to allow Jesus to come into your life and to change you so that you can begin that redemption story? There's another area under response that we're to confirm what he's going to do for us. You know the, the verse, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life or eternal life. We are to believe. And as we believe, it's important for us because we confirm our, re our redemption story today we take the coupon that Christ provided through his death and his resurrection to receive forgiveness of sin and eternal life. One other part of that gift is that he provides the Holy Spirit who gives us direction in our daily lives, prayer and peace and comfort and laughter and joy and reality checks, the ability to serve others, truth, timely correction, and he also helps us with forgiveness. That's the benefits and the blessings and the writing for your redemption story and mine. There's another verse, Luke 21, 28. We're to believe and we're to be ready. He says this, he's talking to some people about the end times. When these things begin to take place, stand up and lift up your heads because your redemption is drawing near. His redemption story is there for us. We need to believe and then we need to be ready. Partially what we're experiencing is being ready right now in, in this time. We have the, the stay at home 
we have the shelter in place, we have all these things going on, there's uncertainty, but he tells us to be ready. And I'm not saying this is end times, I'm just saying that the, the response that he gives to you, or he asks for you and me, through our redemption story, is to believe and then to be ready. Can you claim your redemption story provided by Jesus today? Specifically for you. Are you able to say this morning, today, this week, even at an opportunity when the Holy Spirit speaks to you, can you say, Jesus, I want you to come into my heart and my life. I want you to be able to, to take my sins and I, I confess, confess my sins. And as I confess them to you, you begin to take those from me and forgive me and remove the guilt and the sin and the stains on my life. And you give me the promise that this will not happen again as I trust in you and as I live for you. I wanna give you a chance today to come to know Jesus in a personal way. And very simply to begin your redemption story, or maybe for some of you to come back and continue your redemption story, here are some simple steps for you. And then I'm gonna to explain to you how to do that even as we are online and we're live streaming today. If you'd like to have a personal relationship with Jesus, first confess your sin to Christ. Confess your sins in a time of prayer. Then ask him to forgive you. As you confess and you ask him for forgiveness, believe he will do what he says. And then trust him to come in and to guide you on your journey called life. Start today to live your redemption story. If you've made a decision for Christ today, you're gonna to see on your screen, uh, on, the, on the right side of your screen is a little, there's, you see the chat room, but there's, there's gonna be a hand and as you press that button, that hand is going to come and go to a link for you. And, and it, it'll tell you a few things. I commit my life to Jesus. And as you go to the next link, it gives us a chance to follow up a little bit with you to help you as you begin your journey with Christ. We're excited today to celebrate with you the start of your redemption story. And to know that this, this day, today, April 12th, 2020, in the midst of one of the most crazy times in history, you will start your redemption story because you've confessed, you've asked for forgiveness, you've believed that he will do it, you will trust in him, and you will begin today to live that redemption story. We're excited to follow up with you. We can't wait to see how God speaks to you. And maybe for some today, this will be your first time. Maybe there are some today who you're just encouraged in his love because you know he will allow you to trust him more every day. Would you pray with me? Thank you this morning, God, for the, the truth that you sent through your son, Jesus. And for the opportunity that we have to, to be redeemed and to start a redemption story, to know that, that Christ's death on a cross and resurrection was for me and was for each one of us listening today. And I pray that we would sense your direction. Lord, thank you for the, the promise of your Holy Spirit. And thank you as we've made some decisions, Lord, there are people today that have made decisions and would you just surround them and, and help them to find people to, to, to chat with, to talk about it. And as they realized today was the day they started that redemption story. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your actions. Thank you for your sacrifice. Thank you for your truth. It's in your name we pray, amen.